Yo, what is good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This is episode number 149. Today, we are going to talk about supplements. But before that, I want to mention that this is episode number 149, which means that tomorrow would be 150, which means that starting tomorrow, I will no longer stick to the rigid schedule of forcing myself to talk for an extended period of time. So today, I will say what I want to say and what is currently on my mind about supplements. And let's say I say everything I can possibly think of in 17 minutes, and after that, my mind is blank. I'll still push myself to talk for another eight minutes, just so I can reach that 25 minutes. However, starting tomorrow, I will completely throw away that structure, which is extremely exciting because it has been a grind. It has been a struggle. There's so many days where I did not feel like doing a podcast. Today, I actually do because I have a topic in mind. But main days, I have no topic in mind. And if I was being completely congruent, I would talk for three minutes max. But I pushed myself to talk for 25 just to get the reps in. And I think it is extremely important to get those reps in, to get the volume, to push myself beyond my comfort zone, because otherwise I will never grow. But since I've done it for 150 days, at least tomorrow will be 150 days straight, I'm going to allow myself to have the freedom of doing it for however long or however short I would like to do the podcast. So from tomorrow, the podcast, I might do a podcast for 30 seconds, Tomorrow probably will be longer than that, but day on 178, if I'm completely blank and I feel like I have no topic in mind and no value to share, I'll just jump in and say, hey, this episode number 178, I just want to say that you're amazing, keep going, I love you, all right, that's all, peace. I have like a 10-second podcast like that. In other days, like today, for example, if I do have a topic, then I might talk for 28 minutes, or if I talk for 17 minutes and my mind's completely blank, I'll be like, cool, I'm going to end the podcast right now. So I expect that from episode 150 onwards, obviously the general trend is going up anyways, but I think the general trend will go, will go up even higher, will go up even more, and by up I mean the quality of the podcast will start to raise dramatically starting tomorrow because... I will not have a time limit. Like, I will not have a minimum standard in my head. I'll just talk and say what I think I want to say, say what I think, and say everything I want to say, and then I'll cut it off. Just like right now, I'm doing an extended intro just to make sure I get the 25 minutes in. But yeah, I think that's all I want to say with regards to that. But anyways, supplements. Today is Black Friday, and I pride myself in not being a normal consumer in the sense that because I don't have any materialistic or even program online program right now that I want to buy, I'm not going to purchase anything. I didn't plan on purchasing anything because I don't want to be one of those people that it's basically a consumer, right? I don't want to be a person that just goes throughout the day and then 
finds out that there's a TV that is $200 off. And even though I didn't want a TV, didn't plan on getting a TV, I say, hey, well, that's a good deal, so I might as well get a TV. I don't want to be that person. If that's you, I highly encourage you to question your decision-making and know that you're being manipulated pretty strongly by outside sources. If, on the other hand, you were wanting a new TV and you waited for this day, that's cool. Might as well save some money. But don't be those people who buy things out of impulse, who buy things that they don't need. What's exactly the definition of Black Friday? Impulse and buying things you don't need. Just because they're on a discount. <laughs> what many factories do, I actually talked to my dad about this today, is that at the start of November, maybe even the start of October, they start raising the prices, so then they can lower it back down in November on Black Friday, and it seems like it's a really good deal. Listen, all the companies that say this product is 70% off, they still make a profit, they still make a margin. So just imagine how much they make before they took the discount off. Price is an extremely arbitrary thing. That is a completely different topic. Let me stick on this topic in which I want to talk about, which is supplements. Again, I did not plan on putting anything, and I was going to stick to it, but my friends dragged me after the gym to a supplementary store, to like a supplement, like a form of GNC. I think, yeah, it was called Popeyes, actually, but not the Popeyes that you eat like junk food, like the chicken Popeyes. The Popeyes where you buy supplements. Anyways, pretty much GNC, pretty much a supplement store. And the only thing I was planning on getting, I was considering on getting at least, was protein bars because I do like those and I want to eat something. I don't, I had, I guess maybe I'll, get, I'll talk more about this soon, but I don't take any post-workout, pre-workout. I have not taken shakes, like protein powder, protein powders in a while. The only thing I do like is protein bars. Just because it's food, I can actually eat it, right? and. I, um, yeah, uh, just because it's food and uh, why is my mind blinking? Yeah, just because it's food and I, I like to eat it. So that's the only thing I wanted, but that was not on sale. So I was like, cool, I'm not going to buy anything. And one of my friends, gym buddies, the person, the people I work out with, they, uh, one of them, he bought two tubs, two six pound tubs of, protein powders and the reason why he bought two is because i think it was buy one save and the next one is 50 off like even after the deal i think if i'm getting the numbers correctly usually on a regular day uh, a six pound protein powder goes for about 100 dollars. but because it's black friday and because if you buy two you get a discount you got Two of them for 115 And after he bought it, like an hour after, he realized, and he said to me, hey, Daniel, um, there's no way I'm going to finish two six-pound tubs of protein powders. That is way too much. Even though they don't really expire. I mean, they kind of do, but like they last a long time, so they don't really expire. It's not like after a month or even after a year, they, they're pretty good. Still, he came to the realization that that is way too much and there's no reason of him buying it. So 
It's like, Daniel, do you want to buy one of the two that I bought, one of the six pound protein powder tubs for $50? And I said, um, well, well, how much did you pay? And he said, 115 So technically, you're saving money. Like, I saved money from the deal. That's what he said. He saved money from the deal, but I'll save even more money um, if I were to. Um, because he's actually because I'm only paying fifty for it, and he paid like um, almost sixty for each one after the discount and everything. So who does like a great deal, right? I was, I guess, manipulated by impulse. I got the deal. The deal got the best of me. That's what happened. Okay, and it actually is a good deal. And I justify it, even though I don't want to be a consumer. It's because I guess I'm investing in myself. And any food, any dietary thing, anything that enhances your health, that's a good investment, right? So right, why not? A reason why, and I have been um, taking protein powders uh, for a bit. I just haven't done so in a few years because I realized that the meaning of supplement is to literally supplement to add on to your already existing diet and exercise so unless you have not perfect but pretty immaculate pretty high quality diet and a pretty high not quality but a relatively well-structured workout regime then supplements are the last thing you should worry about. Supplements, hey, even supplement owners say this. <laughs> supplements are the last 10% with regarding to performance or muscle gains. The 90%, maybe even higher, is diet, exercise, sleep, stretching, like those types of recovery. Those are the things that really matter. The last 10% are supplements. And with regards to which supplement to take. By the way, the only reason why I got, uh, I basically took his supplements is because he got vanilla, like the one he, my bad. The ones he uh, sold to me, I just dropped something. The one he sold to me was like a vanilla and vanilla tastes good. Plus it was way isolate. So it wasn't like, I, I won't take a pre-workout. I'm not a fan of those. I won't take a post-workout. I might take a post-workout, but protein powder is just literally protein, soy protein. It didn't have like 50 different ingredients. It didn't have any sketch ingredients in it. It was pretty much 100% whey protein, maybe a few more additives for natural flavor or maybe a bit of sugar for taste. But it wasn't much at all. I looked at the ingredients because <laughs> I'm like that. So it wasn't exactly... What was I saying? I don't know why my mind is... I swear, I thought I had a real concise topic right now. Um... See, this is why I need another person, just so they can keep me on track. But yeah, it was a, like it wasn't a big deal um, in the sense that whether I eat the, uh, the protein powder or not, I don't think it's going to make a huge dramatic difference in my gains, in my strength, in my performance. I truly believe that the Best case scenario is that it will help me a bit. And the worst case scenario is just I will poop out the 
extra protein and it won't have a benefit so it'll be a slight waste of money but this is going to last me a couple months for sure so 50 dollars for a couple months not a big deal for me at all uh I, by the way the reason why i say i don't think it's a big deal is because i have my diet in check i have that 90 percent. so whether or not the this this specific protein powder will add that full 10 percent I'm not sure, but I have the 90% mostly in check. And that is my diet is pretty good. My workout regimen is pretty good. My sleep schedule is pretty good. It is not perfect, but it is way above average. And it is not excellent, but I'm on the way there. I'm on the way to perfecting my diet, to perfecting my workout regimen, to perfecting my sleep. And I really try and push to get more quality hours of sleep, to try to push myself harder in the gym, and to eat higher quality, more nutritious whole foods. That is the thing that really matters. So even though I got a supplement, and by supplement, I got like the um, protein powder, it's not going to make a huge difference in my life. Now, if I were to take another supplement like vitamin D or vitamin C, or vitamin A, especially if I was deficient in one of those, then yes, that'll make a huge difference in my life. But actually by the same logic, if I was deficient in protein and I didn't have enough protein in my diet and I would take a protein supplement, then that would make a huge difference in my life. But I don't believe this will make a huge difference in my life because I usually or almost always get enough protein throughout my day. So getting the extra protein won't significantly change my results. And while we're on the topic of supplements, after I bought it and I had it, it was it is really good. So I'm gonna have it every day. If nothing just for the sake of taste. If like I get no actual value of it, it tastes good. So whatever. Um, and by no actual value again, I mean, if I poop out 100% of the protein, if I don't retain any extra protein, that's the worst case scenario. But even the worst case scenario is not that bad because I have a pretty good tasting drink once a day. So it's not a big deal. And the best case scenario, I believe I'll make huge gains right now. I mean, more than I would have otherwise. It might help me 10% at most, maybe even less. So this way, I don't think it's a big deal. But anyways, this also reminded me of the fact that I wrote an entire research paper in my 12th grade in my last year of high school regarding supplements. And basically, in high school, I did a 40-page research paper, insanely long. I think it was 30 pages, actually. The first 10 pages is like the outline. Oh, a quick side note before I finish my sentence. It's funny because in university, um, actually, let me go back. In like elementary school, they say, oh, write as long as you want, as long as you can, the more the more. In middle school, they say you have to write at least 10 pages. High school, they tell you you have to write a 30-page research paper. Then in university, they tell you, okay, less than 250 words, otherwise I'm not reading it. <laughs> so <laughs> just the difference is funny. But anyways... Let me finish my sentence before I cut myself off. In my research paper, I basically 
stated how the supplementary industry is not corrupt, but it manipulates people and many times it is completely unnecessary. Most people who promote the supplement supplements are people with little or no nutritional background academically. They are just coaches, they are spouses, they are just random people that you know, uh, or even random influencers. And I also wrote in the paper, I glanced over it real quick, by the way. I, I um, just read through the outline and everything I wrote. And I did have some good points, so I was surprised by that. Even in high school, I was not a bad writer. So yeah, good for me. Um, but yeah, some of the things I said, which intrigued me, even I just I remembered, was that yeah, many statements are not regulated, and the problem is many advertisements. It's hard to regulate advertisements as it is, but many advertisements are on the internet regarding supplements or on YouTube, or on Twitter, or whatever, or on Instagram, right? So that is extremely hard to regulate. It is almost impossible to regulate the advertisements with regarding to supplements on the internet. So they can say many outlandish statements, such as, have this supplement and you will lose 20 pounds guaranteed, or have this supplement and you will gain 20 pounds of muscle within three months, no problem, something like that. It's very hard to regulate these statements and make sure they are true because many times they are not true. And I'm not sure if I mentioned this in my research paper, but the reason why there seems to be a correlation between people that supplement and people that are in phenomenal shape is because people who supplement also do the 90% of the things right. So people who supplement also tend to eat whole foods. Basically, most people who supplement, I mean, there's exceptions, but many people who supplement, they do, again, the other 90% right. They do so many other things correct that it's hard to know if the reason they got great results is because they supplemented or it's because they ate whole foods. They make, they made sure to sleep seven, eight, even nine hours daily on a consistent basis. They really push themselves in the gym and they make they made sure they were consistent over a long period of time. They were hydrated. They did so many other things right. And all you see is, I take these supplements. That's why I succeeded. Well, that might not be the only reason. I'm not saying it didn't help. Maybe it helped. Maybe it actually did give you the 10%. But it definitely did not give you more than 10%. The huge difference was in the basic things, was in the fundamentals, was in exercise, diet, sleep, those basic things. And supplement was, just think about the word, supplement, the addition on the already existing thing. And the already existing thing has to be intact. It has to be high quality for any of this to matter. Another point that I made in my research paper, which I completely forgot about, was that many supplements are not regulated by the FDA 
Um, actually, I should probably check. I'm not sure if this is still true because I did my research paper a couple of years ago. I don't even know, was it, like over five years ago. So things might have changed, right? Lost change. But four years ago, no, four or five years ago, whatever. Um, yeah, so laws might have changed. Um, so maybe things are more regulated now. But still, the supplements that I get, the supplements that I got is basically 100% whey protein. It does have a bunch of sketchy ingredients in it because if you go to many supplement stores and you just pick up a random pre-workout or post-workout or whatever supplement, you'll see like 50 random ingredients with caffeine and a bunch of like things that might make you jittery, might make you, I don't know, might put chemicals in your body that you don't need. But protein powder, this whey protein, whey isolate, it's pretty simple. There's a few other added ingredients, but it's not like 50. It's not nothing crazy. And it's mostly high quality things from, for my knowledge at least. It might not be the best, but it seems pretty good. It's not like a low quality supplement. So if you are going to supplement, go with a high quality, but for the majority of people, worry about supplements later. And by supplements, I mean things that you are already getting. If you need to supplement in vitamin C, for example, you're not getting enough vitamin C, then yes, supplementing vitamin C will have a tremendous difference on your health. And the same goes for protein powders. If you're not getting protein or enough protein on a consistent basis, then adding pretty much any protein powder, you don't have to be loyal to any brand, will have, I mean, but but do um, stick to whey isolate. Do stick to like whole weight isolate. Don't take a supplement with 50 ingredients. But yeah, that will have a huge difference. However, most people are not deficient in protein. Most people do get plenty of protein. So I just got it because just for the chance that I might not have enough protein on a daily basis, or maybe even some days that maybe even like 90% of the days I do get enough protein, but the last 10% one, I don't get enough protein. Maybe those 10% uh, of days, I'm going to use a different number to make it more simple. Maybe 95% of the time I do get enough protein, but 5% of my days throughout the year, I don't get enough protein. So on the 5% of the days, on those days, me having a protein powder will make a significant difference. So just for that chance alone, it might have been a worthy investment. But in general, I know it's not going to make a huge difference, negative or positive. There's not going to be a negative consequence because it's, again, I might poop it out and that's all. And the positive would be minuscule. There could be negative consequences to supplements if the supplement you're getting is pretty sketchy. So I mentioned in my research paper that because it is not regulated by the FDA, some ingredients can be passed that are pretty bad for you. And that is why you hear some people say, oh, supplements cause cancer, supplements cause this kind of disease. The great majority of them don't, but there are that have some sketchy ingredients in it. So again, if you are going to get any supplement, make sure it's not a supplement with 
the reason why I say don't get a supplement with 50 different ingredients is because the more ingredients, the higher likely there is that one of the ingredients is bad for you. Just pure math. If you're getting a protein powder, try to get 100% whey, isolate 100% whey, and that's it. If there's a couple of extra ingredients, that's cool, that's fine. But try not to get something with so many different ingredients because that is just a higher chance, higher risk that something might go wrong. And if you need vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin whatever, even a multivitamin, if a multivitamin has a bunch of ingredients, has a bunch of vitamins, that's fine. But if it has a bunch of other ingredients, especially ingredients that you don't know the name of or excuse me, how to pronunciate, then try to stay away from them. If it's regular things like vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin K, like things that you've seen before, things that are pretty familiar, then you're probably in good hands. It's probably not that bad. But I remember in my research paper, I wrote about, I just forgot the name. What is it? Let me go back real quick. There's a supplement. There's like an ingredient within a supplement. Start with E. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Um, I just went back to my research paper to try to find it. Ephedera. Ephedera. E-P-H-E-D-I. Ephedera. Ephedrine. Something like that. But yeah, uh, it is said to be linked, ephedra is said to be linked to 32 deaths due to its adverse side effects, including high blood pressure, headache, chest pain, heart attack, stroke, and seizures. Um, yeah, this is just from uh, my research paper. But anyways, so that specific ingredient killed a bunch of people because it was in uh, some supplement. But... I would not say to worry about that for the most part because usually that doesn't happen, obviously. But I would be worried of getting a supplement off the internet or getting a supplement that you're not really sure about. For the most part, you probably don't need to supplement. You probably need to and by supplement like protein powders. You could supplement on vitamins, right? That's different. But with regarding to pre-workout, post-workout protein shakes, I would not recommend it unless you're at the point where your diet and shake and your workout regimen is in check, like you have a good structure and you're sleeping enough. And I've been doing that for years and I still haven't been too keen on taking protein powders because I know even if I, even after all those things are in check, it would only make a minuscule difference at best. It'll only make a minuscule positive difference at best. And if they're not, it might not make any difference. So firstly, really try to get the point where your diet is in check, you're sleeping enough and you're working out enough for a consistent period of time. And after that, if you don't want to get supplements, don't buy it off the internet. Or like by buying off the internet, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, don't buy it in a sketchy website. Buy it at a store that like you are aware of, like a name brand, and stick to 100% whey and a supplement that doesn't have a bunch of ingredients that is pretty well-known, that is valid, that 
has a bunch of positive views, not just by test, but by validity and that it's safe. Okay, that was all. Tomorrow's episode 150. I'm extremely excited for it. And hopefully you are too. All right. Peace.